Hey everybody, it's your big buddy Will. And this is Will with his voice pitched down a little bit. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any agency of Pants Pending Studios. So does that mean we're not allowed to say or or Yes, lower pitched Will, it does mean that. Assumptions made within the podcast are not reflective of the position of any Pants Pending entity and may not even be the opinion of the person saying it. Because, you know, there is a such thing as jokes. So I can call people those things you bleep before? No, lower-pitched Will. You cannot. But what if they really deserve it? Lower-pitched Will, please don't make it any harder than it already is to do this. All right, pal. But just so you know, all three of those things I said, you are. You realize we're the same person, right, bro? Whatever. We did the disclaimer. On with the show. You're listening to The Hustle. I would take sitting and doing nothing to standing and fucking any day. On the Pants Pending Studios Podcast Network. Speaking of voice guy, he's gone missing. Like Put I, me in your mouth. <laughs> I, I, I keep going to, his, to, to the page where uh, I, I would purchase his services. You know, because I was thinking about getting. Oh, some that more guy! Stuff. I thought you were talking about Travis. No, because <laughs> he has kind of gone missing. No, voice guy. Oh no! If you go to his page, it says he's on vacation, and it said that for like three months now. Oh. His Twitter, he hasn't. Uh, here's how obsessed I got. I I went searching out, and I'm like, well, fuck it, I'll pay full price. But his Twitter hasn't been updated. Oh, no. And we may have to find a new voice for the show. No. <laughs> no. My here here's my theory. No. I think we get Steven to do an impression of it. Oh god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wrong, sir. Wrong. We will all You lose. We will all you lose. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, it's just going to be a bad Mark Wahlberg impression. Pretty much. It's like, hey guys, uh, this is Mark Wahlberg, and you're listening to The Hustle. <laughs> I think my Mark Wahlberg might be as good as his. Uh, They're both equal. <laughs> and how great they are. Yeah. Boo. That is some greatness. Boo. And now for our feature presentation. Ooh. It's The Hustle with your host, Adam Tucker. I'm thankful for the power of laughter. It has been one shitty-ass year. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Don't touch my butt. Travis Powell with the news. What are you doing? Why are you pausing? What's with that weird, awkward laugh? Stop it! I'll work the shit out of it. I have no emotion. Screw you all. You're all going to die. I don't care. And that babbling-ass Will. I just get restraining orders in the mail. All I could think of is money and fucking whores. And if you don't have a grocery store near you, go fuck yourself. All that matters is that you're hustling. When you wish upon a star. Hustle. We begin episode 120 of The Hustle on a somber note. Last night, during a complication during surgery, actor Bill Pullman passed away. 
I think I've given so much crap to that guy, but that is really sad. <laughs> yeah. Because I did really enjoy him yeah. as an actor. Uh, and I feel guilty that I'm doing the Bill Pullman equals Bill Paxton shtick. Oh, are you doing that right now? <laughs> yeah. Did you just said Bill Pullman? Oh, I see. <laughs> that is why that is interchangeable, because you didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sad. My buddy Brad and I, we have this ongoing thing since high school, where anytime a celebrity dies, we try to uh, basically outgross out the other with a horrible, tasteless joke. Oh, no. And, uh... No... Unfortunately, the best one that I could think of for Bill Paxton was doing the Bill Pullman shtick. Oh, that was the be- that was the worst. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, he, of course, he comes back to me because uh, Judge Wapner from the People's Court passed away. I just saw that. And uh, he came back to me with, and yeah, I know, and he's being joined in heaven by the famous judge of the People's Court, Judge Reinhold. <laughs> 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 and he does it complete with a picture of Judge Reinhold in a judge's robe. Which I know they did on the Clerks cartoon, but I didn't know he actually did like a real life one. So, but Judge Reinhold's still all right. We still have his yeah treasure of oh skill yeah. and art. Yeah, he'll right? he'll, he'll still be uh, the the stepdad in the Santa Claus movies for years to come. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It's like that and Beverly Hills Cop are all I remember him from because I've only seen Fast Times once, so it doesn't like jump out in my head. Well, let's be honest, you didn't watch. You watched about. 40 seconds of that movie. Over and over again. Repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. That's a scene in the movie I've seen many, many, many times. It's the rest of the movie. And like some, a lot of uh, radio shows are... Ooh. Hold on, Adam. I may need to be alone. Oh, I can... Wait, there's signs. Ah, damn it. No masturbation in the studio. And this isn't the nerd, so I can't do my gag about how I'm married to the couch over there. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Then we'll rewind 40 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Then we'll rewind 40 seconds. (laughs) I guess there was a a thing back when you could rent videos where that portion of Fast Times, when people were renting it, was getting worn out. Yeah. So they'd have to keep ordering new videos. (laughs) I heard that. Yeah. Ah, Phoebe Cates. Oh. Damn. I know. And what did she do after that? Not much. She retired and and became a mom and apparently married Kevin Klein, and that made me sad. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sad about the Pullman Paxton thing. (laughs) What uh, uh, it makes me glad that I never started watching the Training Day TV show because he's uh, one of the guys on there. Oh, which uh, I remembered reading when they were first talking about it, and then I was reading up on him on uh, one of the you know uh, Hollywood sites that I like to go to, and uh, <laughs> apparently he they shot they've shot out the season, so they're good on season one. So if it gets picked up for season two, they're fucked. <laughs> well, they'll have to kill him. In yeah. Some, use stock footage and kill him. So, so or, off. here's the genius thing. They could play into the whole thing and just just like Dick Sargent, Dick York it with Bill Pullman. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could work. I think that's actually brilliant, quite frankly. 
I'm surprised you didn't. Have you heard the Game Over Man? Game oh, wait, over you man? haven't seen Aliens, so you don't know. No. Oh, oh, okay. Game Over Man! Okay, I've heard the clip. What are we going to do now? <laughs> this isn't happening, man. Yeah, god damn it. Couldn't someone terrible die? Yeah. Yeah, it's like I, I, I was reading a post on Facebook, and our old buddy, uh, Nick Cavassier. Oh, God. He posted, uh, oh, my God, uh, Bill Paxton and Nicki Minaj die on the same day. And the motherfucker got me, because I spent five minutes Googling <laughs> Nicki Minaj to see if she died. And it turns out somebody just wrote, uh, like, a scathing diss track about her. Listen to me trying to sound urban. <laughs> what part was the urban part? Uh, the scathing, well, the diss track. I guess scathing is incredibly Caucasian oh. word. <laughs> See, the way you said that, I didn't get that you were saying it was a diss ah. track. I thought you were like, it was a distract. Oh, like, like it was shorter, shortening what? distraction? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> uh, that's how urban I am. <laughs> Homie. Yes, this is an incredibly Caucasian show. Even when Harry's in here, Harry might be the whitest black guy I know. <laughs> Which is not an insult because, like, he's also the blackest guy I know. It's weird how he can walk that line. Is it because he plays World of Warcraft? He play, yeah, he plays World of Warcraft, but listens to hardcore rap. So it's like he's such a weird juxtaposition that I love him. He's a complicated man. Yeah. And no one understands him but his woman. It's true. And she's hard to understand. Is she? No, nah, not really. I just wanted to tag that with something. Oh, I don't have the theme song to shaft. <laughs> I would have played it right there for Harry. Yeah. Now every time I think of Harry, I'm going to have the theme song to shaft playing behind him. <laughs> There's actually uh, another uh, African-American comedian named uh, Hannibal Burris, and the only reason that I like him is because he reminds me of Harry. Like, <laughs> I don't find him to be as funny as I find Harry, but it's like, it, it's like diet Harry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't he? Isn't he the one that made everyone remember that Cosby is a terrible person? Who, yeah. Okay. So I'm looking forward to Harry doing that to somebody later on down the line. Uh oh. Although he's such a nice dude, I doubt that'll happen. He has a degree in criminal justice. Yeah. He'll so. he'll criminally justice your ass. Although, since we're talking about him, let me send him a quick plug. Uh, Sunday, March 5th at the Spokane Comedy Club, he will be the head judge in the drink and debate show. Uh, Go to SpokaneComedyClub.com to check that out, because I think the show starts at 8, but I don't remember off the top of my head. So what does that mean? He sits there and they do stuff and he's like, thumbs down? Pretty much. Like uh, the the debate show, they get uh, off-the-wall topics, and then uh, there's teams of comedians that debate the topics back and forth, and then they'll bring in, quote-unquote, celebrity judges uh, to judge it. You know, people who do things around town that can bring in more people to the club. And they figured out when I started judging that they needed a comic over there or somebody who doesn't mind talking into a microphone and making fun of the contestants, <laughs> making fun of the comics on stage. And so Harry took over that role, and he does it far better than I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw him at Michael Glatzmeyer's thing, and I think he, he he cracked a little bit of wise towards Glatzmeyer, and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, the last time I did the debate show, the uh, the topic was, 
should uh, should Christmas be banned? And it was me debating uh, Tom Meisford. And I did this big, long riff, including uh, rewriting the lyrics to Jingle Bells because I was uh, insinuating that Jingle Bells was anti-Semitic. And uh, then Tom gets on the mic and he says, I don't know why we're having this debate. Because uh, I had two girls on my team and they were both in like uh, Mrs. Claus dresses. And I was dressed like me. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom gets up there and he says, I don't know why we're having this debate. When obviously I'm up against the one guy on the stage who's too fat to find a Santa suit. (laughs) (laughs) He came up and hugged me after we were done. And he's like, please don't ban me from the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Where is he? I don't know. Every time I I ask him about coming in, he's busy. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, no, Tom Tom Meisert will be in soon. I love that kid. He's a good guy, funny yeah. dude. Definitely uh, one of my favorite guests. It's because of him that we do the news. I don't know if you remember. Oh, is that when we were like, kind of like <laughs> now, where we're just jibber jabbering about weird stuff? And he's like, "This is boring. I want to do the news." Yeah, yeah, All we right. were jibber. Yeah, it's like we were jibber jabbering, and we ran out of things to talk about, or so it seemed. And then he pulled out his phone, and he's like, let's see what's in the news. And a light, you know, might as well have seen the light bulb go off up, up above my head. And I'm like, that's a good idea. Yay! So, because of Tom, we have Travis. Although today we don't have Travis. Because he's working. It's it's fun when work schedules start changing or you have to get new jobs because you're not good at keeping old ones. Uh-oh. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Will? I mean that I, I work in a hotel now instead of at wherever it was I was working when the show started. Or even when I was working when the show restarted. <laughs> Like, I don't work at Best Buy anymore. I'm just... Where you were working two months ago. Yeah. Um, Three well, months. Yeah. Although I don't I don't think Best Buy is my fault. I did my best there. I, I know, didn't... and it sounded like you were doing well. I think it, you know... Yeah. But I, they, you I know. think there were people there who were just doing better than me, and they chose to keep them. So, more power to them. I got, uh, I got very little ill will towards Best Buy. Wow. Yeah. I wish they'd have just, you know, returned a call and said, yeah, sorry, we're not keeping you. Oh, of course. Instead of, you know, Miltoning me. But <laughs> it's like you've tur- you've made a turn. You've yeah. come around a corner and you're not super bitter and angry at them any at people. So. I know. I need to find some people to get bitter and angry at. Oh, well. All right, help me out, Adam. Who should I be mad at? Tom Meisfeard. Yeah, fuck that guy. God damn it. Calling me fat in front of a room full of people. How dare he point out the obvious? Come on, everyone. Let's... No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Let's get him. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that skinny guy. This big nose and weird hair. I don't know why I don't have the angry mob queued up in a way that I can play it. Let me make that a let me remedy that. <laughs> yeah, because we seem to use the angry mob a lot. It's often as the angry mob comes up. Seem to cause a lot of anger on this show. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, so I'm going to give you a warning. Okay. So in our little uh, uh, pants pending chat. Uh, a message came up from uh, someone. Uh, I'll leave her name anonymous. 
And she says, uh, I really want to take advantage of the plastic taking the place of Adam's window and put something random in his car. Yeah, I didn't get that, so. <laughs> but I'm barely ever on there. Yeah. I was surprised when I saw you reply to something in there once. Yeah, before the show, I was talking to Adam, and uh, he was worried about being tired, and I said, don't worry, Adam, I'm going to rally you up, because uh, I think we're long overdue for an angry Adam rant. I don't, you know, I don't know if you can just make those happen. I mean, I don't know what you're going to try, and I'm a little worried, but... Because, uh, Adam, somebody broke a window on your car. <sighs> yeah. That's a, that's a violation of your privacy. They didn't take anything. So they broke a window and didn't even take anything? What the fuck? Yeah, that seems worse, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I had, like, all my, like, license, or my registration and, uh, car insurance stuff in the glove box and my TomTom, and they didn't even, didn't touch that. So either somebody, either fucking, uh... <laughs> Somebody didn't have time to. They got scared away. It was some fucking kid that just decided to, it would be fun to do that. Yeah, an asshole fucking kid, right? And go. Yeah, that guy's a jerk. Yeah, like a really big jerk, right? And go. Yeah, I hope he gets karma to beat his ass. Karma and... And hopefully someone beating his ass. Yeah, but it's your property and they destroyed it. That's and go. That son of a bitch. I am really mad at him. And go. I. <laughs> 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 uh, I I was, I think this is like I've had my car broken into several times over the last ten or fifteen years, and I've even had it stolen once. And I think uh, this time I just I just bent over and was like, "All right, I guess that happened." I don't really I don't really have an angry Adam rant for you. You've just accepted that people are shit. Oh, I think I accepted that a long time ago. <laughs> But, you know, I think I was starting to be like, maybe people aren't so bad after. Nope. 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 I don't know. I'm sorry to disappoint. I just. uh, I figured this would go one of two ways. Either I'd get the angry Adam Rand or I'd try to goad you into it. And either way, it would be enjoyable. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know what to say about it. I really don't. Um, I'm not sure how much it's going to cost me to replace, but I. Recently replaced my front window, and it was $150, $170, somewhere in there. It's not too bad. No, I was expecting to be worse, and uh, we're going to go check out the check out a few places tomorrow. But I'm driving over to Seattle Thursday, so I'm hoping, one, that it stops <laughs> snowing. Yeah. And that uh, the pass is good, and then that window gets replaced, because I don't think I'm going to make it past Vantage until that plastic blows off. Oof. So how cold is it? Because it obviously we're... For anybody listening later on, we're recording this in February of 2017. Uh, how cold is it in the car right now? Uh, right now? I mean, like when you're driving around. Because obviously you don't have your... I don't think the plastic seals it very well. Um, You know what? I, I hear a bunch of things like cars passing louder. 
Um, and it is a little chillier, but I just kind of have my heater on. It's not a big deal. And then I have my and my seat heater, so I got my butt all warm. Oh. So, not too bad. They didn't take my seat heater either. They didn't take your seat heater? Yeah. You'd think at least they'd take the seat heater, right? Yeah. And those, go. Those little hooligans <laughs> with their shenanigans. I really do hope they get raped in a way that they don't enjoy. But um, <laughs> I don't know if I should wish that on anybody. I wish the karma pays them back in a way that is equal to or greater than what they did to me. Anyways, no, I just... <laughs> it's it's a kind of a pain in the ass. And, I, yeah, I've just kind of been like, fuck. And then, you know, I don't... You know, I'm trying to think of the last time I had that happen. And I think that was back when we did comedy sports at the Magic Lantern. Yeah, because there was that sketchy parking lot by... Uh that was right near there, and, and that happened. But at least that time, they stole stuff. Yeah, they stole my backpack um, that had my dad's first squadron posting patch uh, sewn onto it. So that kind of pissed me off. Yeah. I think you would have gotten an angry Adam ran out of that one. Damn it. <laughs> you have to go back in time. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Fucking hate you people! Yeah! That was a look into the past. Oh, that was past Adam. It was past Adam. Oh, I, I noticed you looked younger for a second there. Oh, yay. Not, not that you really look old. Oh. Like, out of the two of us, oh, over the time we've known each other, you've definitely aged a lot better than I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I noticed I got a gray hair in my, my goatee. Oh, no. And yeah, you start growing hair out of your ears, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, uh, what the what? fuck? I am turning into my dad. Shit. I don't remember that happening for my dad. Oh, <laughs> so I don't know who I'm turning into. I'm skipping right. I'm skipping my dad and going right to like ancient. Yeah, and I it probably doesn't help. I I ended up getting glasses again from the that that cheap Chinese knockoff site. Uh, that Zini site. Yeah. Uh, hey, give us some money and we'll change that around to quality and wonderful glasses. Um, and I picked. I'll see how they look because I've had hit or miss glasses from them, even though they have a little thing that lets you yeah. take a picture of your face and you can try them on. Yeah. It doesn't work very well. No. So I got some like some of the ones that are black frames on top and then they just have their no frames on the bottom. Oh, okay. So I'm like 50. I'm turning into a 50s dad slowly. <laughs> They're going to call you Ward Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> and then I could be like, oh, Beave. You little rapscallion, you broke my window. <laughs> now, um, now we'll get some justice. <laughs> Shoot you in the face. Yeah, I think that's why I only ever order the same frames from there. I tried. The last pair I had, I love those. I really love those. And I tried to order those, and they were out of stock. Or discontinued. So they're not back. Yeah, because I... Uh... I need to get my, my eyes rechecked because I realized I went through a whole year on my insurance and didn't get my eyes checked. <laughs> yeah, and I have that still. I have my insurance for the time being still, and I didn't do it either. Yeah. And I was just, I ordered them, and then I realized, I'm like, I can go and get those checked and then have a new prescription, and oh, <laughs> all right. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I actually uh, recently renewed my Obamacare um, because- it was coming down to the wire. They were about to drop me because the first time I had it, 
I had it for a while, and then I forgot to renew, so then they dropped me for three months. And then somehow in the middle of, like, a, like a psychotic break, depression episode, I remembered to go and re-up it before I checked myself into the hospital. Um, I guess there was part of me that was like, well, I'm already financially fucked. Let's not fuck me anymore, because that's only going to make me feel worse. And so it was coming up for renewal again. And I, I got the renewal letter like at the beginning of January and they said they were going to drop me on the 27th if I didn't, you know, do the renewal paperwork. So finally, two days ago, <laughs> I remembered to go in and do it. <laughs> and they renewed me for two years. So fuck you, Trumpy. I got insurance for two more years. Two years? Yeah. How did what? Yeah, I don't know. I, it's not, I didn't put in for that. It was just like you're renewed through 2019. And I'm like, great. I'll take it. Fuck you. <laughs> How much are you paying? Nothing. Fuck you. I make You s- want an angry Adam rant? You son of a bitch. <laughs> you go fuck yourself. God damn it. <laughs> I pay like 190 some odd dollars every month. You <laughs> really? Fuck you so hard. Oh. Ah! You did it. You broke me. <laughs> ah! Oh, man, I almost want to take credit for breaking the window just to put you over the edge. Oh, I'll kill you. (laughs) I'll kill you in the face. It wasn't me. Parental discretion is advised. Having women work with men, right, is like having a grizzly bear work with salmon. (laughs) Dipped in honey, like so... Dip the salmon in the honey, right? Grizzly bears. And the salmon get to walk through comfortable with honey and fish and good morning, grizzly bears. And the grizzly bears is like, hey, he can't even, he can't even growl. Like, ah, what's up, fish? Oh, my God, human resources. The grizzly bear just did grizzly bears. So... <laughs> so, why would it be disrespectful I said, what's your name? Ter- Terrell. If I go, hey, Terrell, we work together. And I go, Terrell, hey, do me a favor. Let me know when you're getting up to go to the bathroom so I can sniff your chair. Because it's sexual, but that keeps me from being like I think. Look, I think there should be a holiday, uh, for lack of a better word, harassment day, but not that sounds whatever. But I mean, a day where I get to find out, like, because and this is why it should be harassment day because women get to be inappropriate sexually all the time you get to be inappropriate and when i say inappropriate i mean say hello to me too close hi (laughs) or some weird massage because you think we're friends and you good morning little kiss and he's just like oh oh boy oh boy 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 and you think in your head, man, I wonder if I could, I wonder if I don't know. <laughs> but harassment day allows you to be able to ask 
all year. I say the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a beautiful day. Flowers and everything. You buy a flowers. You just real cool. You walk up. You're respectful. You say, hey, how are you? You know, good afternoon, Terrell. Happy harassment day. <laughs> and you just, like, say, listen, I was wondering all year if you would suck my dick in a broom closet. Thank you. I'm not. And you be like, I'm. Thank you. Keep the flowers. I just thought. <laughs> I made a mistake. I thought you was a hoe. Oh yeah. I was confused. I thought you was a hoe, but you're not. Are you ready to hustle? <laughs> I'm, no. sens- I'm sensing that Adam doesn't no. like Patrice O'Neill. Oh well, uh, no. <laughs> I'm not advocating the behavior. I just think the bit's funny. That's every day. That's every day. It's currently every day. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> I need to bring more Patrice just to make Adam squirm. <laughs> if there's one bit. That you get that I think everybody should search out from Patrice. It's a completely different topic, but he does a bit. Uh, he did it in the Opie and Anthony show, and it's called the United Areas of America, where basically he combines all of the states into what they should be. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like he takes the United States and makes it into eight huge mega states. So, like everything in the Northeast is uh, New Yorkville uh, until you get down to like Pennsylvania. Then all that's Phillyville. Uh, the Midwest is Chicago Town. You know, <laughs> of course, he does it a lot better than I'm doing it now. Oh no, yeah, it's his bit. You know, I'm not going to try to replicate it. <laughs> so it'd be like Seattle. He they couldn't L A. They couldn't decide whether um, Texas the, the is North shithole. Yeah, Texas is just Houston. I think is what uh, they settled it. Hi, Texas people! If you're listening, we love you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they couldn't decide if the Northwest was going to be Seattle Town or Portlandville. Oh, that's a tr- <laughs> that's a good yeah. It'd be Sea Portland. Yeah, and then uh, and then of course or Port Adel. Uh Opie had the brilliant thought of since we're doing all this new construction, where are we going to get the slaves? Oh no! And so, sorry, Stephen Bateman. Uh, the slaves for the west side of the U.S. are going to come from Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> well then. All those white rednecks, sure. yeah. Those ones that are already in, like uh, anti-Semitic and racist. Let's, yeah, yeah. Put them to work. Sure. We can scrub off the hidden swastikas they put on things later. Yeah. So I got to double back for a second. Okay. Uh, because we forgot to mention the Patreon completely. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, should do that. Yeah, we should do that. I was too. I was so excited trying to get an angry Adam Morant that I completely forgot to mention the Patreon. Damn it! Give us some money. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, of course, uh, you can become a patron at uh, patreon.com forward slash pants pending. Uh, that helps contribute to the entire network. So not just us, but also the nerd and why haven't I seen this and the social hour 
And if Glenn stops making music and starts talking again, it'll contribute to Case No Point. <laughs> that is an aptly named podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> I love Glenn to death, and I can't wait to listen to the new music, so I really shouldn't dog dad jokes. Yeah. But it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> is he doing the song fight thing again, or the, the I, you have two days to come up with an album thing again? I think he's doing, I think he's doing another one of those. And uh, he's got a bunch of music projects he's working on. And Buffalo Jones, uh, the band that he's in, is taking off really well. Like and they just released a new EP, right? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. You can find that at uh, buffalojones.com, I believe. Let me uh, uh, talk for a second while I make sure that that's right. Will is taking his time to see if that is right. I've suddenly began narrating people's actions. It started a few months ago on a different podcast, and I don't know why I'm doing it. BuffaloJonesMusic.com is where you can find it. And, uh, of course, uh, iTunes and Spotify. Don't don't be a cheap ass and go to Spotify. Buy the thing. I haven't gotten into the whole Spotify streaming music thing. Uh, I think I tried it once or twice. I don't, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. I mean, because it's not the one that mixes up every song that sounds similar to the one you like. No, that's Pandora. Oh, no. So I've done the Pandora before then. Yeah. So I actually get it for get it for free if I use it on my phone through oh. the cell phone provider I have. Yeah. The Spotify is basically... You it doesn't can, use data is what I meant. Oh, Pandora. okay. Yeah. Spotify is just a list of damn near everything or or a lot of everything. And then you can make playlists and just stream music and a lot of people use it. How much does that cost? I think it's 10 bucks a month. Oh, do the, well, okay. So let's say I, I listen to everything Buffalo Jones has on there or Glenn Case. How, what does he get? They get, I think per, it's less than a cent per stream of the song. Uh, there was a band that uh, almost financed a tour through their Spotify. They uh, they released an album just onto Spotify, and it was called uh, I, I don't remember what it was called, but basically it was an album of you silence. Get nothing. <laughs> I was trying to find uh, better late. Th- no, that's not true. <laughs> so this band released this album of silence, and they just encouraged people to stream it through their Spotify while they were sleeping. So that they could build up money from all the streams. Wouldn't Spotify catch on to that? They did. Oh, (laughs) what happened? Uh, Spotify was like, no, you don't get this. (laughs) They they did not pay them out for it. I think they got one payment before Spotify caught on because some music journalist decided to write about it and blew up their spot. Well, the media is the enemy. It's true. Wait, aren't we the media right now? Are we? Uh, I mean, we're, we're talking to the microphone. Wrong, sir. Wrong. Oh, sorry, Mr. Wilder. I didn't yeah, don't, don't contradict Gene Wilder's ghost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, well, yeah, apparently we are the enemy. Yeah. But we've always been the enemy. Oh, yeah. But a good way to help out that Spotify oh, yeah. can affect is uh, the Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash pants pending. Of course, uh, if we get uh, 50 patrons by may the first the boss man will shave his head uh i don't even know if they talk uh, i don't think he mentioned it on the last nerd that i was on and he mentioned it on the one i was on but i think someone forced him to yeah and he uh he stopped doing his selfie a day and so his motivation for his own campaign is like us 
uh, if we're not getting the response we like, we just say, fuck it. So that's six weeks in a day. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Nothing. I got waxed. <laughs> what do you mean? I've been running around in booty shorts. <laughs> What do you mean? I spent a night in Travis's haunted basement. Of all of us, I'm the only one who's paid off one of these. What do you there's... mean? I gave the dad jokes for bad joker to someone. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's not. I'm not looking at it sitting on the shelf because we only got five jokes and four of them were from other pants bending people. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and that 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 what you lost a bet. That's why you paid off your well, debt. Yeah. It was and it was a bet on the show, so I consider it part of that I don't canon. No. <laughs> and that picture still pops up at least once every couple weeks. Oh no, yeah, I've seen that thing pop up a few times. Yeah, yeah. so somebody uh I was talking about it and somebody at work, somebody at the hotel, like their eyes got wide as dinner saucers and they're like, <laughs> That's you? Oh wait a second. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> it's not like that's a surprise. <laughs> I I think they, they didn't really put it together at first, and then when they <laughs> they looked at the picture and then looked at me, and they're like, yeah, you're kind of a fat bastard who's goofy enough to do that. I don't, mm, so you're, say, you're saying that the Lucha Libre mask you wore really <laughs> kept your identity safe? Well, I mean, these were people who didn't know me at the time, so they've just seen the picture, and, you know, they, they didn't know that they knew a celebrity. Oh, did you sign, sign like, autograph stuff for them? Yeah. Get your picture taken with them? Yeah, I wrote, a, I used a Sharpie and wrote it on the screen of their phone, and they got pissed off. I'm looking it up on the Facebook to see oh. if it'll pop up. But I just wrote, I que- I just searched, I que- I make questionable life decisions, <laughs> and it's not popping up. Oh. Yeah, the guy who runs uh, Spokane Memes on Facebook has said it's his most popular meme. And uh, when when he first figured out that I was the guy, he, uh, he was afraid I was going to ask him to pull it. And I'm like, uh, it's a little late now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently... Against all odds and all rational thought, you've remained anonymous. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, despite <laughs> despite the fact that people almost every time it pops up tag me in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that guy. Even people who've tagged me in it, like, multiple times, they enjoy still tagging me to this day. <laughs> Will enjoys getting tagged. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, everybody. <laughs> I'm sure that won't come back to haunt you. No. When you're running for president. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 36. You can run for president. I used to Why jo- didn't you do that? I used to joke when I and and at the time I don't I think it was like 50/50 joking serious uh when I was in middle school that I would run for president in 2016. A what? Yeah, I used to be really into like politics and stuff like that then. You know, now uh, but uh <laughs> What's wrong with now? Um, it's just so much bullshit, and not like fun bullshit, you know. Okay, define fun bullshit. Like it used to seem like a lot of fun, and uh, like watching The West Wing makes politics look pretty fun. Um, in fact, it was a late night watching The West Wing that got me to sign up for the Spokane Democratic Party's mailing list. So I'm like, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna get involved. 
I'm going to be the next Josh Lyman. And they still call me wanting me to do phone banks and things like that. Yeah. And I haven't responded to them. And it's been a good seven years. Like, it has been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're never going to stop. I know. Uh, like, until the until the apocalypse comes, they'll yeah. still call. Yeah. Like, I'll be in hell, and it'll just be calls from the Democratic Party wanting me to, you know, be a waiter or do their phone banks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, I've never, like, registered for a party or anything like that or any of that jazz. I've, I don't know. Just... I think nowadays when I hear people complaining about anything on either side, I'm just like, well, politicians are all crooks. Yeah. So I think we can all agree on that. And then I get yelled at. Oh, yeah, because you're deriding somebody's you know, favorite politician. And it's just like politicians are just, you know, uglier celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> Although I have enjoyed the uh, memes going around of like comparing Back to the Future characters to some of the candidates. Yeah. Like they have Trump as Biff, like <laughs> old Biff. Yeah. And then Bernie Sanders as Doc Brown. <laughs> and I don't remember if they had one for Hillary, but. Hillary was probably Marty. Probably. <laughs> but teenage Marty, because she seemed so inept. Oh. Like, like future Marty Jr., or, you know, the one who was dumb and his automatic jacket had a broken sleeve. Oh, the one that was going to get uh, goaded into doing a crime thing with Griff? Yeah. I, w- I know way too much about this movie. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> I, was going through, I was going through iTunes, and I almost bought them again. Because I, I, don't, I don't have them on DVD right now. Oh, and, yeah. Like, movies that I know I like. I'll I'll go back and buy when I have money rather than just getting them from my pirate friend. Oh yeah, your pirate friend. <laughs> What's his name again? Uh Shwilliam McJones. Oh, okay. Odd. Yeah, like Shwilliam McJones a long time ago got me a copy of uh the Steve Jobs movie. And I recently went back and bought that because uh, I wanted it on my phone as well as just on the computer so that I could watch it at work. Yeah, All right. That was an entertaining story. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I don't yeah, I think we need uh, we need to have people tell their stories where they do embarrassing things so we can make fun of them. I think that's how the show works. Yeah. I think that is the that's what makes this show run. Yeah, that's, a, that's making a, fun of people's embarrassing stories. Yeah, making fun of people's embarrassing stories or Having people with weird opinions come on and then, you know, busting their chops about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> what would you say is your weirdest opinion? My weirdest opinion? Yeah. I don't know. That's that's <laughs> something that, that's going to take uh, more thought than three seconds. Because if I, I think for the most part, most people are not like considering their opinions weird or out of the realm of normalcy. I, I have one. I have one oh, opinion. You- Okay. That I thought of as I was asking you the question. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Um, Wait a second. Uh, let's see if I get a timpani going. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Ooh, let's. Ooh. The weird opinion that I just thought of was I can't eat chicken with eggs. 
<laughs> when does that happen? I, like I don't an know. Omelet? Yeah, like an omelet, or you see it at some uh, some breakfast joints or diners. But it just seems just feels wrong to me. <laughs> <laughs> because they came from the same animal. Yeah. Well, not the same same, but the same species. Yeah, it's like they're, they're the egg came from the chicken. Can you it, have a glass of milk and a steak? I mean, I probably that one doesn't creep me out as much as the idea of having eggs with chicken. I guess it's like having like a thing and then the thing's offspring. Yeah. At the same time, yeah. like maybe having, like having like a veal, having like a, a, a steak topped with a veal. That's a, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what other type of thing can I say? Uh, what other kind of animal does this go along with? Yeah. Um, that's. I'm not. I'm not going to say. I can understand why you would say that, but it doesn't seem that weird to me. Yeah, because I can see why that would be unpleasant for you. Yeah, like if somebody brought in uh, like a, a chicken and egg breakfast sandwich, I, I would have to break it apart, and I'd have to scrape the eggs off of the chicken and the chicken off of the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you got chicken in my egg. You got eggs in my chicken. Well, this is terrible together. Yeah, let's never speak yes. of this again. Yeah, damn it, Reese, go back to candy. <laughs> so now is that an actual thing or are you just saying that for the sake of no weird? that is an actual thing oh <laughs> i i really do not enjoy eggs by themselves unless i have them scrambled and covered in ketchup and hot sauce ah, okay. otherwise i hate eggs by themselves i love them when they're in delightful combinations of other foods mm-hmm. that make a tasty food but i'm just like people like their sunny side up or just eggs People can do omelets. I can't unless they're covered in hot sauce and ketchup. I hate them. Yeah, like uh, when I was working for Guardian Insurance, we had a nice cafeteria in the basement. And every morning I'd go down and I'd get uh, two scoops of scrambled eggs and uh, two or three sausage patties. And if they had sautéed mushrooms, I'd get that as well. And then uh, they had a nice condiment bar where they always had A1 sauce. And A1 sauce with eggs is really good. I can see that. But once again... Uh, we went out for my stepfather's birthday and I got a steak and the guy put down a bottle of A1 in front of me and I was just like, no, (laughs) you better hope I don't need that. (laughs) And people give me a weird look. I'm like, no, no, I've had A1 with chicken Mm -hmm. and with pork. That's great. Yeah. If if I need it on my steak, you fucked up. Yeah. It's like the the only time I really want A1 with a steak is if I made the steak because I know I'm not good at it. So oh, it's like, well, yeah. I fucked up cooking this steak. I know how to make it better, you know, with the A number one sauce. But A A one sauce goes better with so many other things. <laughs> Man, remember when I made the dollar store steaks? <laughs> I think we had A1 for that. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I got a bottle of A1 because I don't <laughs> usually make steaks, but I think we had one for that. Yeah. I think I got one. I think Yeah, I think you got one just because you knew... That they were dollar store steaks, and you wanted to help out as best you could. And I think I made them well, but I don't think there's any way to not do that. Yeah, quite frankly, I'm trying to think of any opinions I think are weird, or other people would think are weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I understand your choice. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm failing right now. <laughs> Um, I think that most conspiracy theories are not real. Is That's not weird. No. You're not one of those who thinks 9-11 is an inside job, do you? 
No. I'm you're, sure he's some angry terrorist that you're not one who thinks Hitler's still alive? Um, I think that he had the ability to escape, but I don't think he did. Okay. So I think he's dead. Um, what about uh what's his name from the Teamster? Is it supposed to be buried at Giant at uh Cowboy Stadium? Oh, Jimmy Hoffa? Yeah. No, someone took him out and murdered his ass and put him in a oil drum and buried him somewhere. Okay. He is not he does not exist anymore. <laughs> As a living being, here's a theory I saw on uh, on YouTube. I was uh, I I got hooked on a new YouTube channel called Cinefix. What is that? Uh, it's basically the the show on the channel that I watch that I watch like twenty of before I went to sleep last night. It's uh, things you probably didn't know about various movies. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, they they had uh, three different videos devoted to Pulp Fiction, which is what got me started and two devoted to Fight Club, and they had one devoted to The Dark Knight. And I didn't realize that a going internet theory is that uh, the jo- they don't really do the Joker's backstory, but the going theory is that the Joker used to be a soldier, and uh, that's how he got so good with all of the bombs and weaponry that he uses, and why he's so disenchanted with authority and keeps trying to kill authority figures. Huh. I guess that makes sense because he has to get that, you know, experience somewhere of, you know, what made him him. Yeah. Like, he pulled off that bank heist. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things, it's one of those movies that they probably ripped apart, like, in, like, <laughs> uh, Honest Trailer. Oh, I bet. you're like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. They robbed that bank. Oh, he's so smart. He's always one step ahead. But uh, <laughs> no one's like, no one can... Mm, <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's badass. But it's just uh, it's, what, it's one of those movies that you don't want to think too much about. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I, I mean, uh, we used to love The Rock, my brothers and I, until somebody pointed out like <laughs> uh, one big bullshit uh, moment was uh, well, they're going back to the island to take it back from the rogue general, and mm-hmm. Sean Connery has to. There's the still the same furnace that was there, still running from <laughs> when he he escaped. Yeah, and he has to go running through backwards because he timed out all the how he had to roll through the fire and gears and flames, <laughs> and he did it backwards. And then he uh, he he did all that, and they're like, "Did he make it or not?" And then he just opens the door, and he's like, "Welcome to the rock." Yeah, you're like, "Why didn't you leave through the door? <laughs> Why'd you do that? Why Why didn't you leave through the door? Yeah, you bullshit." shit on you. Uh, I saw a theory about The Rock. Oh, yeah? Uh, the theory, and I didn't know about this one either, is that uh, Sean Connery is actually still James Bond. Oh. That, a ja- uh. that James Bond is, there's not one James Bond, that it's just a cover name for many different British agents. Oh, yeah. And that uh, Sean, that the, the name you know that he is, that he plays, which I don't remember because I've never actually watched the movie. I don't know. The names are really like ham fisted. Yeah, I know they it's like, like John Cage's, Conrad yeah. or something like that. Like uh, uh, Cage's is good speed or some bullshit. Yeah, because he has to. Uh, it's just stupid. And uh, so the theory is that each iterate, each actor that's playing Bond is not the same Bond. They're each a different people, just assuming the James Bond moniker. Awesome. And Let's get Idris Elba as Bond. Yeah, that no shit. Fucking badass. <laughs> It's time. Let's do that. Yeah. Or get a hot, like, get a hot, awesome chick to do it. Yeah. Get Jane Bond. Or, shit, she could still be James Bond and be a hot chick. I'd 
I'd fuck a girl named James. <laughs> I'd call out her name. Be like, yeah, James, take it. Take that shit, James. I'm going to come on your face, James. Um, This is one of those times where I'm like, I'm going to have to save this episode on my computer so I can just isolate that in my jerry-rigged oh. way because I doubt you're going to do it for yourself. Nope, I'm already typing Yay! it in to isolate it. That's going in the next iteration of the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Along with your clip of saying, I hope they get raped in a way that's unpleasant. No! <laughs> it's a trap! Oh, Lord. Uh, no, I think I have enough clips of you where I may not have to use the I hope they get raped to James clip. Oh, yeah, I'm clip. sure you have a hundred of me saying something stupid. <laughs> Let me see what all I have from you while I'm thinking about it. So, Mach 3, I have, okay, so I have uh, you saying, I'm a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, something about you in an elevator. Uh, something about glass houses and something about your magic butt. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to copy these for you so you can play them. Uh, all right, god damn it. Uh, uh, I'll just, I'm copying all of the new ones that I've uh, I've compiled since uh, the current intro that you heard before we started. At some point, I'll have some weird, some weird thing I believe in. I'll say something about. Okay. I know when I was a teenager, I used to believe in like Bigfoot and the Loch Ness monster and all those, and UFOs. I think that Bigfoot is like you can never get a good photograph of him. I think that he's just blurry. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Like he's just a blurry motherfucker. <laughs> Just jazz. All right. All now right. my computer's gonna be making weird noises. Oh, bitty boo. I don't remember what most of these are, and I was the one who made them. All right, let's see. Okay. Oh, honey, I was hoping you'd come in this elevator. So I hit all the buttons. Snag stuck with me for a while. <laughs> Take your glass house and shove it up your ass. I'm a pimp. It's like magic on my butt. <laughs> it's all of. A- <laughs> Hold on, play I'm all those in a row again. Oh, honey, I was hoping you'd come in this elevator so I hit all the buttons. Snag stuck with me for a while. Take your glass house and shove it up your ass. I'm a pimp. It's like magic on my butt. <laughs> God. <laughs> ah! I'm going to put, I hope they get raped in a way that's unpleasant right after it's a magic on my butt. <laughs> oh, no. It's all a facade. <laughs> put me in your mouth. Janice won't. <laughs> Janice won't make it to the first marker. Well, we'll see you in hell. <laughs> oh, come on, you piece of crap. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you have uh, the wispy bitch one, but my computer is shutting down. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wait. There it goes. <laughs> Let's see. If I can find it. I believe in you. I think you can do it, Adam. 
This is your way of conquering your window-shattering demons. And go. Still nothing. Damn it. Sorry. I don't <laughs> see. I just got it. I don't know where it went. <laughs> Stupid bullshit. <laughs> You're having too much fun over there. You be quiet. <laughs> just enjoying your computer problems. Moments like these. No offense, but you're kind of a little wispy bitch guy. I'm a pimp. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a pimp. (laughs) To turn these into a promo somehow. (laughs) 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 I'm a pimp. Yeah, we get it. Janice won't make it to the first. I don't know. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> I'm a pimp. <laughs> well, <laughs> guess what? Was that? Ooh! From the emaciated hands of his news orphans. Oh no! <laughs> it's that babbling ass Will and Hustle News. Boy, that doesn't sound like I just strung together quotes out of context, does it? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's actually not that bad. No. I mean, it could. I mean, <laughs> here is Will with Hustle News. Yeah. Oh, this is good. I I liked it. Fancy. Yeah. That took me 10 minutes this afternoon. <laughs> Mostly because I had to track down where I had the voice guy clips, <laughs> like to figure out which voice guy file had the, the words I needed. Speaking of voice guy, he's gone missing. Like Put me I, in your mouth. <laughs> I, I keep going to, his, to, to the page where uh, I, I would purchase his services. You know, because I was thinking about getting. Oh, that guy! I thought you were talking about Travis. No, (laughs) because he has kind of gone missing. No, voice guy. Oh no! If you go to his page, it says he's on vacation, and it said that for like three months now. Oh, his Twitter. He hasn't. (laughs) Here's how obsessed I got. I I went searching out, and I'm like, well, fuck it, I'll pay full price. But his Twitter hasn't been updated. Oh no! And we may have to find a new voice for the show. No. (laughs) No. My here here's my theory. No, I think we get Steven to do an impression of him. Oh God! <laughs> oh, <laughs> wrong, sir. Wrong. We will all you lose. We will all you lose. <laughs> I don't even. I mean, okay. So basically, it's just going to be a bad Mark Wahlberg impression. Pretty much. It's like, hey guys, uh, this is Mark Wahlberg, and you're listening to the hustle. <laughs> I think my Mark Wahlberg might be as good as his. Uh, they are both equal, <laughs> and how great they are! Yeah, boo! That is some greatness. Boo! All right. Well, since Travis isn't here, <laughs> I'm going to steal some of his bit, and uh, we're going to start the news in the great state of Florida. Yay, Florida! Headline, Floridian tells police his dog shot his girlfriend. Oh, no. When police asked the man how his girlfriend got shot in the leg, he blamed his dog. 
Jacksonville, Florida police responded to a 911 call about a shooting Tuesday night, met with Brian Murphy, who told them his dog, Diesel, accidentally shot his girlfriend while she was in bed, according to Jacksonville's WJAX-TV. Ah, my leg! That's what you get, (laughs) woman in bed. Murphy told officers he and his girlfriend, oh, fuck this name. Oh. Her name is Summer Miracle. (sighs) Fucking millennials. What if a girl named Summer Miracle was the one who broke into your car? And go. Then fuck her. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. You're not a summer miracle. Oh, you, oh she yeah. was born in the summer. God damn it. That is a terrible. Why does it make me so angry? I don't know. <laughs> Makes me angry. So Murphy told officers he and his girlfriend, Summer Miracle, were sleeping when Diesel woke him up wanting to go outside. When Diesel and Murphy went back into the house, the dog led the way into the bedroom, he said, according to First Coast News. Murphy reported that he then saw a flash and heard a bang. He told the police he thinks Diesel jumped on a nightstand, causing a gun on it to fire. The bullet from Murphy's gun hit Miracle in the leg. Maybe she was born on 34th Street. Because she can then be a miracle on 34th Street. It's already a shitty joke. You can at least sell the fact that I know it. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. Murphy Ooh. told police. Was that their joke or your joke? That was mine. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's all right. I knew it was going to be shit the moment I said it. Murphy told police he covered. Yeah. I have to revel in this punishment right now because I actively earned it. You did indeed. (laughs) Murphy told police he covered Miracle's wound with a towel before calling 911. Miracle's not sure how she was shot, according to the Palm Beach Post. She told police she was sleeping when the bullet struck her. Miracle was treated at a hospital for injuries that did not appear to be life-threatening. There was no word on whether charges would be filed. I think she deserved it. Yeah, with just, name like just that. having the name Summer Miracle, she should walk with a limp for the rest of her life. Oh, <laughs> now I feel bad about saying she deserved it. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just that type of that type of like saccharine name just makes me shudder. Yeah. If you have a daughter, what are you gonna name her? Uh, if I had a daughter, what would I name her? Yeah, I don't know. Mackenzie, Mackenzie, Mackenzie no. Tucker. No, I was just that's the one I've heard a bunch. <laughs> uh, Madison. Ooh, Madison Tucker sounds like a hottie. You know, Jennifer's have gone off uh, of popularity for a while. I oh. remember in my high school there was at least four of them. In my yeah, there's a lot of Jennifers and a lot of Ambers when I was. In high oh school. yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, probably the my the who my wife or whoever uh, I impregnated would make that choice. Because sometimes they get all wanting to do that. Yeah. And you don't get it. My my mom got to choose our first names, and my dad just made all of our second names his name. Oh, okay. Which was apparently Morris. (laughs) Morris Tucker. End the time. (laughs) No, I've always, uh, my mom, ever since I was 
you know, uh, very little. She's always said, I have to name my first daughter after her. <laughs> and I've always been, no. I've always been kind of fucked that. <laughs> you don't get to do that. Yeah. You don't get to be like, all right, Will, we've been friends for a while, so <laughs> you have to name your firstborn <laughs> son after me. Yeah. You don't get to put that on people. That's bullshit. Back when uh, Jumarang and I were really serious and we were talking about, you know, marriage and kids, I always told her that uh, my firstborn son has to be William Joseph Gilman the Fourth, because it makes sense to pass along the family name. Although well, I have to say it's probably your the second because there's, <laughs> well, yeah. there's a cousin thing. Yeah, there's it a cousin thing. Makes there. sense. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, can you just say whatever name you want? I mean, my legal adopted <laughs> name is William Joseph Gilman the Third. Well, no. I mean, can I be like, all right, there's okay. Let's say there's a William Joseph Gilman the Third. And I have my own William Joseph Gilman. Can I have him be William Joseph Gilman the 20th? Probably. Oh, that's kind of weird. And then uh, I told her that our second son would have to be named John Winston Odo Lennon Gilman. And then the third son uh, what? would be Paul George Ringo Gilman. <laughs> and then if she wanted to bear any more children after that, she could name them. <laughs> so remind me... <laughs> Remind me. And if we had girls, instant abortion. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? I never said that. What? Oh, God. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That was the digging a hole and the punishment. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. So remind me. Yes, sir. How is that relationship now? And how many kids do you have? Uh, and how's your marriage? We had no kids. We did not get married. Uh, I did run into her on my way to go to an open mic. And uh, she's she's still there. But a lot of her looks have gone. <laughs> Admittedly, a lot of mine have gone too. There so, you go. <laughs> like, I think I'm about the same weight. I think I'm the weight now I was when she and I met. Although now my my face is definitely aged, and my hairline is definitely aged. When did you meet? Oh man, this was a long time. Probably ten, twelve years ago. Oh well, yeah, really. <laughs> It, it's, it was right around the my beginning time at Blue Door. Because, oh, it would be that much. Yeah, because yeah, she came in to do sound when they let me put on a play. And she was really bad at it, but I kept her around because I thought she was cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second story. We're still in the state of Florida, Adam. Yay! Florida man says he stole seven billion dollars because Jesus wants him to be wealthy. <laughs> no. Uh, a Florida man accused of making seven billion dollars in fraudulent wire transfers told the court he stole the money because Jesus wanted him to be wealthy, and his mugshot makes him look like the kind of guy who would steal money for Jesus. How do you have the opportunity to steal $7 billion? Let's find out. Ooh. Authorities arrested John Michael Haskew of Lakeland in mid-December after he allegedly set up the wire transfers on December 9th and 10th 
from what the criminal complaint described as, quote, a large, nationally renowned financial institution. Haskew, who was unemployed and needed to pay off a debt to the federal government, prosecutors said. His alleged scheme was to provide a bank routing number that wasn't his, according to NBC Miami. Haskew used that routing number to make more than 70 transactions worth more than $7 billion. According to the complaint, Haskew told agents he was, quote, self-taught on the banking industry, including how to make fraudulent wire transfers. Haskew allegedly told investigators that he believed he deserved the money, stating, Jesus created wealth for everyone. Investigators said Haskew told them he believed his wire transfer scheme would allow him to, quote, obtain the wealth that Jesus Christ created for him and belonged to him, the complaint said. Jesus was unavailable for comment on this matter. He looks like a piece of shit. Yeah. He looks like a douche bro. Yeah. Yeah, he he looks like the kind of guy who would walk up to you no matter where you were, like even in the library. He'd walk up to you and you ask, yo, bro, how much you bench? Yeah. Uh... I don't remember anything in the in, in in when I went to church about how God wants you to have a ton of money, so stealing it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Could be wrong. Although, considering a lot of the crimes that have been done in Jesus' name, uh, this one's not so bad. Yeah, okay, yeah. Good point. <laughs> millions and millions of people didn't die. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, millions of people didn't die, and, you know, there was no... Uh, Instruments on fire in minorities' yards. Just, oh, no. I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying that's why they say they do it. All right, Adam. We're going to go to Choose Your News. And in this one, it involves a purchase. Okay, so this, uh, there was an auction. Alexander Historical Auctions in Chesapeake City, Maryland. Someone, from from this auction, someone just bought Blank's personal phone for (laughs) $243,000. Blank's personal phone? Yes. Uh, Jesus's. Jesus didn't have phones. Oh, um, uh, Justin Bieber. I'm sorry, no. Uh, Rin Tin Tin. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's a human. Oh, uh, are you sure? Some would say this person isn't. Donald Trump. Oh, no, I'm sorry, but you're getting closer. Oh, am I? Um, uh, in some people's eyes, you're getting closer. Oh, Hitler. Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) A battered red phone once belonging to Adolf Hitler, possibly used to send untold numbers of people to their death during World War II, has been sold at auction for $243,000. The personal traveling phone, which features an engraved swastika and the Nazi leader's name on the back was sold to an unidentified buyer by telephone on Sunday, according to CNN. Would you want to be an identified buyer of Hitler's phone? I mean, 
if I would, it would be to be like, hey, everybody, I bought this. Now I'm going to shit on it. Yeah. I'm going to piss on it, and then I'm going to burn it. Yeah, it's like, I, I bought Hitler's phone, and I'm uh, loaning it to Gallagher to use at the end of one of his shows. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty, oh. Why would you want? Oh, the only one someone who would bad would probably want it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, the seller uh, described the phone as, quote, Hitler's mobile device of destruction. Uh, both the phone and a porcelain dog were recovered from the mass murderer's bunker by British officer Ralph Rayner soon after the war ended, according to the auction house. Ranulf Rayner said the items were presented to his father as gifts by the Russian forces then in control of the city. Speaking in a video on the auction house's Facebook page, Rayner said that Hitler's personal telephonist had confirmed that the phone belonged to the dictator during the last two years of his life. Now, the device was used for traveling. In the video, Rayner shows how the handset has to be twisted at an angle to be lifted, which prevented it from coming loose during transportation. Uh, it was then, no doubt, it was used... It, it, Man, I fucking Travis that shit. <laughs> oh no! I gotta get to the punishments. Yeah, there we go. Travis Powell <laughs> smells like fart. Not even here, and he's inhabiting my spirit. <laughs> Quote It was then used, no doubt, as a cell phone and went wherever Hitler was traveling, Rayner said in the video. Uh, the auction house highlighted that point in its catalog. Quote, this was not a staid office telephone used to solicit contributions to the party or to answer to pull light calls at the Berghof, the catalog states, referring to Hitler's home in the Bavarian Alps. This was Hitler's mobile device of destruction used in vehicles, trains, his field headquarters, at the Wolf's Lair, and in the last desperate days deep beneath Berlin. Perhaps just as sinister as the phone is the porcelain Alsatian, which the Associated Repre Press reported was sold to a different buyer for $24,300. It was allegedly made by slave labor at the Dachau concentration camp and likely presented to Hitler by SS leader Heinrich Himmler, according to the auction house. Why? 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 Although the phone and the figurine may be one-of-a-kind historical objects, many auction houses refuse to sell Nazi-related items. No fucking shit. Sotheby's and Christie's do not trade in Third Reich memorabilia. Uh, such items are outlawed for sale in France, Germany, Austria, and Hungary. <laughs> so somebody decided to pay a quarter of a million dollars for Hitler's phone. How does it work as a cell phone? That doesn't make any sense I, to me. I think they were just comparing it to a cell phone because it was built for travel. Like, uh, yeah. But other than that, you know, I guess if you're Hitler and you're paranoid, you're not going to use, you know, you're not going <laughs> to just use any telephone because maybe somebody's going to gas it. I don't know what they could do to telephones back then. <laughs> Rub it on their butt. Yeah. Germaphobes. <laughs> Although. Mein Führer. You talked into the phone, and I masturbated into it. Ha, 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 I'm a Jew. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that the kind of stuff he was paranoid about? <laughs> I've, I mean, well, 
I, I really think he probably didn't worry so much that a Jewish person masturbated onto a phone. Uh, <laughs> there were legit attempts to take his life. Like, they put a bomb under his table, and he was only saved because of an oak beam. Oh, no shit. So, yeah, no, they were re- there were people really trying to kill him. So maybe he was afraid they were going to put a bomb in his phone. I don't know. I don't know. He can go right fuck himself. Yeah. Piece of shit. So if you have $244,000, I guess you can buy the phone and give the guy a profit. But if you're wanting to buy Hitler's phone, maybe don't listen to my show. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody has enough money to buy Hitler's phone listens to this show. That's true. Oh, God. We probably shouldn't talk about our audience not being affluent if we want to attract advertisers. Oh, well, our audience is amazing and wonderful and intelligent. That's why they wouldn't buy the phone. It's not the fact that they're all broke like us. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that I get free Obamacare just screams, Will is a broke motherfucker. Fuck you! (laughs) Every time I go to the doctor, Adam, do you know what I have to pay? Travis Powell smells like farts. Take that, <laughs> Travis. I hope wherever he is, he's got a tingle of rage right then. Yeah. In his jockey shorts. When I go to pick up a prescription, do you know what I pay, Adam? You pay probably nothing. Nothing. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you so hard. <laughs> ah! All right. So I'm going to give you the choice of the last story. And I'll, I'll read the headlines to both and let you choose which one you want. Ooh. First headline. Man vows to eat Jason Siegel's picture every day until the actor eats his. Or, musician accused of getting onstage enema during cancer benefit. What the fuck? I don't want to hear either of those. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the one, the Jason Siegel one's fake. Let's... I thought that was an onion one. Let's see. Uh, a Toronto man wants a taste of celebrity, and he'll stomach anything to get it. Oh, boo. Oh, I've been doing waka, so good waka. at skipping it. to hear a funny-ass joke? Noah Maloney, who posts YouTube videos under the tasteful and not gross-at-all gross moniker of dog shit, has vowed to eat a picture of actor Jason Siegel every day until the actor returns the, well, you can't really call it a favor. Uh, Maloney posted his first video on Thursday, and he spends four minutes and 21 seconds chewing on Siegel's headshot. Uh, Huffington Post, where I stole the story, has reached out to Maloney and Siegel to get their reactions, but both have kept their lips sealed thus far. I mean, (laughs) not doing anything keeps him in the news, so why would he ever do anything? Why... (laughs) Mm, mm, I think that's stupid. Yeah. So let's go to the enema story. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no, no, Just because no, no. that one, I didn't realize how short that one was. A uh. uh, Houston musician is under fire for reportedly giving himself an enema during a performance and then emptying his bowels on stage. Yay! <laughs> However, the artist tells the Huffington Post, that's a bunch of crap. Oh, come on. Oh, no. Waka, waka, waka. He admits to getting an enema, but says that the material that spewed on the stage was just a protein shake in a leaky bag. 
Ew. The scatological scandal took place Friday at Avant Garden during a cancer benefit for a local artist. One of the bands scheduled to perform was Sonic Rabbit Hole. That's almost as bad a name as Summer Miracle. Uh, a two-piece two noise rock act that includes elements of performance art. Singer Michael Clemens said that he and his partner, who has not been identified, decided an onstage enema would be the perfect statement against the venue where they've had issues in the past. Because where you want to take a stand against the venue is during a cancer benefit. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, doesn't it, uh, it didn't have anything to do with the person with cancer, Clemens told HuffPost. It was a statement to the venue that you're not avant-garde. What? Oh, fuck these people. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at pictures, and there's like four of them. If this is the same people. <laughs> yeah, Sonic Rabbit Hole. Sonic Rabbit Hole? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, fuck those people. Yeah, um, fuck them right in the face. And that's all I got for the news, Adam. All right. So now here's a choice. I know that neither of us have m- much time before we need to leave the studio here. Do we want to take a break and come back and do 20 minutes or do like 10 or 15 minutes more here and then call it a show? Let's take a break. All right. So we're going to play some promos for you and then come back and give you a little bit more. This is your Hustle Show. More hustle after this. What's your hustle? What's your hustle? This podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. This is Burr Martin from the Burr Martin Experience with an important message from his home studio. I will be going weekly. This will not be a bi-weekly podcast anymore. This will be a weekly podcast. Uh, everybody's been so nice. The response has been quite well. So instead of bi-weekly, and I can get more fresh news out there, this will be a weekly podcast. So lucky you, the Burr Martin Experience will be going to weekly. So subscribe now. Go to Pants Pending. Find out how to subscribe there. What? You have something smart to say? How often can we hear you? Weekly! <laughs> That's good advertising. You're supposed to say it three times within a commercial. Smarty, I know how to advertise. So, go subscribe to the Burr Martin Experience, the weekly podcast. How often? Weekly. So join me for the Burr Martin Experience, available for download every Sunday night. You've heard the never-ending random discussion. Two guys with their guests talking and making jokes. Your weekly roundtable discussion held at a rectangular table. We are your hosts. And that's all there is, right? Ooh, if a lady. No, because you can't forget about their monthly visitor. And I yell, oh my God, there's a spider. Help me. And she goes, nope. And walks right back. <laughs> like, Don't leave me. <laughs> it's ladies night. Hosted by Amanda King, Marjorie Lucemore, and Katrina Honeycutt. Is that in your Tinder? <laughs> yes, I actually have a little sound bite of me. Hello. You guys are just like, that's hot. <laughs> I got I got a swipe. Um, swiping right. I think it's swipe right. I don't even know. My best friend is bisexual, so we'll go get titty. I didn't titty know I was again. your best friend. Oh, you're not talking to me. <laughs> you too. Okay, so my, my two best friends are bisexual. So keep your ears open for these witty women. This is no daytime talk show. I don't think you're supposed to call them two toys when it's children, (laughs) Katrina. (laughs) Why would you call them? That's what they're there for. She deals with dogs all day. Hey, you know what? When Maddie was teething, she got a Nyla bone. Okay. (laughs)
Sometimes I want to sound classy and sophisticated, and then I realize I don't. This is the worst platform for that. It's Ladies' Night. Every month on the never-ending random discussion, feminine farce at its finest. We're reliable with the ladies. Only from the Pants Pending Studios Podcast Network. On your mark, get set, hustle. Yeah, that's right, people. We cut that other music and we're bringing you in all sexy. That's what happens when Adam and Will in a room alone. Sexy things happen. Not to each other so that Adam unclenches his butthole. (laughs) I just mean in general. (laughs) When you get a guy who looks like Adam and a guy who looks like Will in the room together. The sexiness overflows. <laughs> um, I love, I love how he saw the grimace on my face and was like, Oop. "I bet his butthole is clenched right now." I literally saw. I, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was from from like butt clenching, but I saw your face go from jovial to like what the fuck, and you rise about an inch. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me be clear. <laughs> I was gonna, I was trying to make a Will coming on James Bond's face joke. Oh well, can you make a butthole clinching joke. Yeah, beat you to it. Oh, all right. Yeah. Did, did I tell you? Did, did I tell you? No, my dog escaped. Uh, I remember seeing on Facebook about that, that but little, um, little fucking bitch. I don't know if you've told. The people who listen to the show. Oh, fucking little rat. So Addie the dog is the cutest little Maltese, Maltese Yorkie. No, that's too big. Yeah. I don't have a small dog. <laughs> Let me find a yippy dog. Okay. Yeah, she's a she's a tiny yippy dog. So last Sunday, uh, she decided to break out. No, no, it was two weeks ago because it was uh, just before Valentine's Day. Uh, we let them out back, you know, to do their doggy business. And uh, here's the theory of what we're pretty sure happened. Uh, of course, there's some snow built up in the backyard, and we're pretty sure she saw something in the alley, was like, I need to chase that, and went up on the snow berm and hopped the fence. And we're not sure if somebody took her in and then called the the dog catcher, you know, Scraps, or if Scraps just found her. But we found out the next day that she was in a scrap shelter. No, too Too whiny. Um, So she wound up in jail for a night. And I don't want to say that jails affected her, but she started uh, trying to trade me smokes for treats. Uh, the other joke he came up with is, uh, I don't want to say that jail is affecting her and that she's trying to escape again, but there's suddenly a Rita Hayworth poster up in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Rita Hayworth posters are, means someone's up to no good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It took her like two or three days to realize she was home, but now she's just back to being her annoying self. What do you mean by that? Like, like what was she doing that is not normal? Like she's just very skittish, kind of wandering around, looking a lot, sniffing everything. You know, it's like she recognized me and Pops, but it, it, it took her a little while to realize that she wasn't in jail anymore. Now we don't let her outside without her being on a leash. Oh. You know, so she's, she's, she's getting thoroughly punished. It still has to have been melted down a bit. A bit, but uh, it comes to a matter of not trusting bitches. <laughs> well, wait a second. I just had a knee-jerk reaction of... <laughs> Just rolling my eyes and being sad. <laughs> but this is actually an apt term. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm growing up, Adam. Right before our eyes. I know it doesn't seem like it sometimes, especially in the previous segment when I'm screaming about you know female James Bond coming on her face. But, uh, <laughs> and we know we can trust Maggie, who's the other bitch, um, because she's so old. She can't even jump on to, like, one of the chairs in the living room without needing help or being motivated by treats. So we don't tie her up. Plus, she's really slow. Like, she's she's an old, she's an old bitch. Just an old, grumpy lady. So, does that make her the perfect companion for your mom? hey Oh! Sorry, I'm just... Joking. No, my mom has four fucking dogs now. Yeah. She got another... T- like, she went even tinier for her new one. How does she deal with them? Because dogs are inherently dirty, and then they shit and pee everywhere. And I left some sunflower seeds <laughs> on her driveway, and she freaked out. Yeah, that I, I guess when it's uh, a dog that makes a mess, it's okay, because they're <laughs> cute. Oh, I mean, I am darn cute. I was just about to say, as cute as you are, I think my mom finds her dogs to be cuter than you. Actually, I don't think I would. I think I would find it weird if she thought I was cute. Yeah. It would be so weird. Maybe that's a love connection we can make. Oh, God, no. Adam, you could be my stepdad. (laughs) Fuck that noise. Come on, Papa. No. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. If you no, became, no, no, no. If you became my stepdad, no, 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 no. does that mean I'd have to become daddy's little monster? Well, yes. <laughs> oh, I do not have the patience or the time to put that effort in <laughs> to make that happen. Good. Or the stomach or the fortitude. Or, <laughs> or do you ever give it up uh, enough on yourself to date somebody that much older than you? That's not the problem. I just, in, and don't take this the wrong way, I don't like your mom. <laughs> so I don't think I could date someone with that personality. <laughs> I never said I wouldn't date an older person than me. Well, yeah, but, but my, my mom is in, thing, her, in her, like, almost, she was born in 52, so she's 64 now. So that's that probably is a little too much outside older Outside of my, yeah. I usually... Uh, I, I would I would kind of had a range of ten years uh, older than me, or now ten years younger than me. Now that that's not creepy. Uh, oh, actually, that wasn't creepy for a few years now. Yeah, but um, I, I the first thing that I think I need to see in a person uh, is a personality that I can like. Yeah, or deal with. Yeah, because well, like no, I have I, to like him like that. It has to be. Yeah, because when I go on, when I go on, I, I have the Tinder app. And I, oh. it, it's purely a game to me because I know nothing's going to happen from it. 
But I like mostly robots. Yeah, that's why it became a game to me. But when I search, I search 18 to 42. I normally don't swipe right on anybody younger than 26. But I like having just a plethora of choices. Although now it's getting to the point where most 18-year-olds, I say about 75% of 18-year-old girls look like children to me. Well, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> they are indeed. It's uh, like I'll, I'll I'll see this and uh, or or like um a popular porn trend is finding young looking 18, 19 year old girls so that, you know, the the people who have those kind of <laughs> fantasies can live them out. And I'm just like, no, no. I like for a woman to look like, you know, a woman and not a little girl. <laughs> Good for you. You know, I, I, I take Ugh. some stands. All right. Like uh, I, I was working at the hotel and uh, there was uh, the, the, I think it was last week, there was a team of high school cheerleaders that were coming in. And the guy that I was working with would not shut the fuck up about how excited he was to see a group of high school cheerleaders. Sounds annoying to me. He is. That's, no, no, the <laughs> cheerleaders. I, I don't know. I never had to deal with them. But, so. uh, that's that's how old I am now. Yeah. The part of me that would fantasize about that has been replaced to the part of me like, ah, oh, fucking kids, get yeah. off my lawn. Yeah. Like uh, uh, a nice looking girl, you know, in a cheerleader outfit, I'm all for. You know, same with the with the schoolgirl outfit. Like that's a that's a nice looking outfit, but I don't want someone who's young young enough to be wearing that outfit appropriately. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't want to see a seventeen year old girl in a schoolgirl outfit. I want to see a twenty seven year old girl in a schoolgirl outfit. You so, know, and I don't disagree. Okay, but here's the thing that I'm wondering: like, <laughs> how fucked up is that? Are we? Is that? <laughs> Is that like a fantasy that goes back to when we were that age and we wanted that to happen? I think so. Or is so. it a fantasy that is completely inappropriate, even if the woman is of age, of consenting and age and of, you know, old enough? I I don't know. Because <laughs> I've... You know, I, I, uh, I, I chalk it to just the outfit looking hot. Like, mm. and, and I, I haven't tried to delve any deeper into it. You haven't because tried I'm to a, psychoanalyze it? No, because I'm afraid of what I'm going to find out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I oh, I never was so much in for that outfit, although yeah. I wouldn't say no, but I was more in for the teacher. Yeah. That like was as, my thing. Yeah, as I, like, uh, one of my favorite naughty Reddits to go to Ooh. is uh, called Girls with Glasses. And it's, uh, there's a lot of very nice bespectacled ladies on there. Indeed. All right. I do not. Uh, I do not be. I'm not on Reddit enough to know of this. Yeah, but now I do. <laughs> You're welcome, madam and listeners. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's. A, I've. I have been attracted to ladies that wear glasses. I don't know what that is. Yeah. So there, there was the pack of cheerleaders that were supposed to come to the hotel. Oh yeah. And homeboy was getting into a froth about it. And I, I, he's not black. I don't know why I just called him homeboy. Um, well, you know, anybody just, can be your homeboy. Yeah. And facetious homeboy. Oh, yeah. Very facetious because this guy is an annoying prick. Uh, so, Jeremy, I hope you're listening. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not his real name. So oh, it's okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> that's just what a bunch of us around there call him for some reason. 
<laughs> Why? I don't know. Just like the idea, because I, I used to call him by that name uh, on accident on purpose. Like, I would act like I didn't actually know what his name was and just call him Jeremy for the first two or three weeks I knew him. Because I pegged him as an annoying ass right away. You pegged him? <laughs> yeah, with my dick. Oh! Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I just, uh, you just sometimes you ever meet a person and you're just like, there's... Oh, no, you get a sense. You can. Yeah, it's like nothing that's going to turn me around on you. You're an annoying ass. That's why they say first impressions are important. Yeah. Because even if that is not how you are, it's hard to turn it around after that. So, sorry, everyone I've ever met. Because <laughs> I don't know how I came across. I, I There's part of me that likes to give off a bad first impression, because I figure I have nowhere to go but up. Oh. But then I realize if I give off a bad first impression, they may not give me a chance for the second one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Homeboy's in a froth about all these cheerleaders. And uh, so then the cheerleaders coach comes to check them all into the hotel. He never got to see the cheerleaders. <laughs> and I never got to hear the end of it the entire night. Good, because it sounds like that's what needed to happen. Yeah. It's like, man, I wish those cheerleaders would have come in. Oh, fuck that guy. Finally, after about the 12th time he said it, and it had been over an hour and a half, I was like, they're 16, and you're in your late 30s, fucko. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> Like, if he's 20 or 21, I can kind of understand. But he's older than me, and he's getting into a froth about teenage girls. Okay, that's uh, unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Plus, he's an idiot. Good, yeah. Well, fuck that guy. Yeah. This is the guy who, as many times as you try to teach him how to do the job, he insists he knows what he's doing and just does it wrong. And he gets to work more days a week than I do right now. So I hate him. <laughs> I'm not actively trying to get him fired, but I'm actively pointing out when I notice he makes errors. <laughs> like I've turned into a rat. <laughs> oh, Will. I don't know what to do in that situation. Because people who are doing their job poorly... It, but they shouldn't be allowed to continue, but I don't know. I made a comment to my boss the other day that I was totally justified in saying about what other people were doing, but I felt like an ass after it. Oh, just yeah. Just because of that whole ratting people out or being that guy that complains about people being stupid. Were he not such a repugnant piece of garbage, I would feel bad, but he's a repugnant piece of garbage. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I feel justified in my actions of being a total rat. All right. <laughs> like, I shouldn't, because there's the big part of me that's like, fuck the office, I'm one of the boys, but fuck this guy. <laughs> like, uh, he usually works the shift before the overnights, and I do overnights. So he's regularly put guests into the hotel that could very well wind up being dangerous. Oh. Like people who are methed out, who have, like last week, uh, a girl checked into the hotel, told him she was planning on having a party in the hot tub, which is not something that we encourage, especially late at night, especially because the, 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 the hotel is right next to a hospice facility 
where we get most of our business from, from people staying in the hotel to visit people in hospice. So despite this, he was so hypnotized by the fact that he was talking to a girl that he checked her in, and I had to deal with a bunch of people uh, in a hot tub and being threatened by, like, three different drunk dudes. Fortunately, I'm huge, and nobody did anything, because despite being huge, I probably have a glass jaw now due to all my head injuries, but nobody's tried me in a long time, thank God. Uh... Sometimes I wish we had video because we're both grooving. My favorite bit that we still do over text message. <laughs> whenever hot one of us, tub! whenever one of us sees a hot tub, we just send a picture of it and send it to the other. <laughs> <laughs> like last time, I finally remembered. I was, I, was uh, I just finished refilling, you know, replenishing the water in the hot tub at the hotel. I'm like, I haven't sent Adam a picture of this hot tub yet, <laughs> son of a bitch. So I snapped a picture and just the caption under it in all caps: "Hot tub." And he replies back, was it an animated gif of that scene, or was it I just a picture? Been. I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I love that. That Eddie Murphy was funny. <sighs> when he was scrappy and hungry. Um, Yeah, uh, that's fucked up. I mean, how do you know... Like, if someone literally is like, I'm going to go party in your hot tub with yeah. a bunch of dudes... Uh, what what do you say? Like, what are uh, you supposed to say? You're supposed to make up whatever. Ex- like, oh, last night, I worked the shift just before the overnight. And I had a gentleman come in who smelled like weed and other chemicals. I don't know what, I, I personally don't know what meth smells like. So I can't say if he smelled like meth, but there was definitely a weed aroma and other things. And I don't know if you ever saw the old uh, Howard Stern show and uh, remember what Crackhead Bob sounded like. Uh, no. Crackhead. I don't even know if I can imitate it. Crackhead Bob kind of sound like this because he smoked so much crack and can't understand what he does. And that's how this guy talks. Stephen Bateman, everyone. <laughs> that, that's how this guy talked. Oh. And the moment he started talking, I was like, fuck no, I'm not doing that. So even though I had just checked a guy in, like he watched me check a guy in. He watched me tank a reservation over the phone. I told him, oh, I'm sorry. That guy checked into the last room. And fortunately, he was so methed and weeded out. He's like, oh, do you know of any other hotels that have reservations or have rooms open? And I sent him up the road to another hotel hotel that I know was full. Oh. (laughs) Sent him down to Motel 6. Is there like a hotel rivalry? Not really. Cause like uh, you don't get a, <laughs> there's not a gang of your hotel versus other hotels. Oh, you think like us? Battle? You think us from the hotel gang is gonna like dance up to La Quinta and go to war? <laughs> oh damn, those guys from La Quinta are rough. I know. I don't fuck with them. Like uh, no, I get calls from four different hotels n- that are near the one I work at, basically asking what the occupancy was, 
and like, okay, if we get full, we know to send them to you. And if you get full, you know to send them to us, right? Like, we're wow, all really? really cooperative. Wow. I don't know if I like it. I need to start <laughs> planting seeds of dissension. Oh, no. Don't do it. And that's how I got fired from the hotel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, maybe that's the title of this episode. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. I mean, I hate it. I remember when I worked at Fred Meyer as a cashier, uh, we were not legally allowed to sell to people who smelled like alcohol. Makes sense. Regardless of what they looked like. So I, the first time I had that happen, uh, a guy like pretty much screamed at me and yelled at me because I wouldn't sell him. And then he went to Seven Eleven across the street. But then I was like, um, you know what? You can't. I think it's kind of ridiculous that you basically. I was talking to my boss that you basically are like you want us to deal with these drunk people who are going to be super pissed off. Yeah. Uh, that that's retarded or that is ridiculous. <laughs> that is stupid. And like what I almost said. Yeah. Um, uh, of me. Uh, so basically, anytime I ever had someone who I could, I could smell them from the end of the from the mm-hmm. conveyor belt, I would call my boss to come over, and they would come over and stand next to me, and they're like, "What do you want?" And I would just wait. I would just go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just motioned with my head and eyes towards yeah. a different direction, and I would just wait for that person to get up in the smelling range, and my boss, I'd make them say no to him. <laughs> Yeah, like for, uh, fortunately when I do overnights, we're instructed to lock the door. So nine times out of ten, I don't open the door to check anybody in. So, like I had a guy come up and uh, he said he left his key for the room for the hotel I work in at another hotel. And I saw it right through that bullshit right away. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to let you in unless you have a key. And he said, well, I just, I just want to use the phone, man. And oh, okay. That's right where his story <laughs> changed. Yeah. Into bullshit. I just turned the microphone <laughs> off while I grabbed it. Yeah. And so I said, uh, again, I'm not going to let you in unless you're a guest of this hotel. Hey, man. I, I come. I, uh, hey, 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 hey. Hey, do you have a key? Hey. Um, I'm staying I'm staying here. And uh, I left my I left my key at the Denny's down the street. And I just need to get in to get to make a phone call to uh, my dying mother. Okay, what's your last name and room number? Uh, uh, I didn't use the last name. I'm I'm not gonna let you in here unless you have a key, pal. Uh, come on. Um, so uh, I talked to the other guy who came in before you, who was worried, and he said it was fine. So well, he's an idiot, sir. So uh, I, unless you show me a key, I'm not unlocking this door. Uh, I got a note from your manager who said that you should let me in. My manager doesn't speak English, sir. Uh, que pasa? Uh, I don't want any pasta right now. I still have half a Domino's pizza over here. Thanks. I'll get in there one way or another. <laughs> yeah, that guy, uh, he banged on the door really hard. And then uh, he 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 decided he was going to show me. You know how every hotel has the big the big setup with all the brochures and pamphlets of all the shit to do in town? Yeah. He took like a handful of those and then left. <laughs> like that cost the company any money or we give, you know, two-fifths of a shit about any of those other than making them look neat and tidy when real guests come in. <laughs> so I was over in Seattle. They had one of those racks where we were staying. Mm-hmm. And they had a, they had a pamphlet for Silverwood. 
which is uh, in Idaho. It is uh, north of Coeur d'Alene, and it was in <laughs> Seattle. So I could just see checking into a hotel in Seattle to go to Silverwood. <laughs> By the time you got there, the fireworks are starting. <laughs> yeah, probably not not the best night. I don't know if it's like, hey, this is a regional thing. Yeah. But the, I was laughing at that. Shows that nobody gives a shit about those. Oh, man. Uh, so I tried shawarma. Oh, really? It was amazing. Really? Yeah, the when we went when we go over, uh, and I paid for myself this time because I'm a free agent. Ooh. Um, uh, when we go over there to the, I went to the Seattle Improv Festival, or Seattle Festival of Improv Theater. It's in the district that's around the University of Washington. So up and down the street, that's University Avenue, or the Ave, as the hip kids say. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's all of these crazy, like, different ethnicity-type restaurants. And every time I go there, I try to try a new thing. Last year, it was Euros, and I'm not a big fan. No. Uh, but, yeah, shawarma was what I wanted to try this year, and it was awesome. Was it worth coming back to life after falling through a wormhole after throwing a nuclear missile at uh, an alien enemy for? Um, if you were hungry after that, it definitely would hit the spot. <laughs> I think I'd hope there'd be other things worth coming back to life for, and that's just a positive plus. Uh, but they had it wrapped up in a little uh, pita thing, and it, it was amazing. It was so good that I told my my got it. How new, good was it? It was so good that I had it a second time. Wow. Uh, my I met my brother for a little bit. He came up, uh, and we. He's like, I was like, hey, I tried shawarma. And he's like, I've always wanted to try that since I saw the Avengers. <laughs> I'm like, well, let's go. <laughs> well, good on him. Yeah. And I uh, got to go cruise around the neighborhood by myself. <laughs> I ended up picking because uh, there's two different venues for the festival. Yeah. And I ended up picking like. Uh, Pretty much the venue, the one venue specifically on the other side of, like, uh, like seven or eight blocks down from the other one, and no one else, like almost no one else, was at my venue. So I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? This is like Vancouver all over again. I'm so just you sitting really, here you, feeling awkward watching improv. You really were a free agent, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, there was a couple people that stopped by for a show and then jetted. I'm like, well, fuck. Well, well, welcome to free agency. How's it treating you? Yay! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, let's put together a show. Let's do a let's 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 do an Adam and Will show. Let's bring back Adam and Will's big comedy nightmare <laughs> and do a real show instead of the bullshit that we threw together the last time that we did it. Oh, <laughs> you were actually trying? Yeah, I'm out. Oh shit. Okay, let's do one where we're not trying, but we try for a cash grab. Cash grab? Yeah. I'm interested. Okay. Cash grab. Cash grab. All right. On that capitalist note, I think that it's time we find out. Sure. Dot, I took this in its dot, own file so I can find There it dot, is. Dot. Dot. <laughs> what I learned this week. All right, Adam. I'm going to you first because... If I go to Travis, it'll just be a random clip and the music will stop. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn on this week's episode of The Hustle? Uh, I learned that that the power of love can bring any boy's dog back to his heart. It's true. She was my valentine. 
Oh. Although I blew out my knee delivering a Valentine to my mother. Oh, shit. Yeah, her driveway was covered in ice and I slipped and fell and cracked the shit out of it. But still think it's weird you give a Valentine to your mother. <laughs> uh, it was a little cup with a little stuffed dog in it, and on the cup it said, I woof you. Oh. It was cute as shit. <laughs> what did you learn? I learned that shawarma is delicious. It is. And that I have a weird fascination with the idea of a female James Bond. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. Hey, Travis, what did you learn on this week's episode of The Hustle? <laughs> oh, don't be shy, Travis. Come on. I know you haven't talked much. You can you can you can chime in. I believe in you, buddy. Just cause I did the news, I stumbled over it too. It's alright, pal. Come on, buddy. Travis. Travis. Put me in your mouth. Oh, that's what you learned. Okay. Well, uh maybe once the microphones stop rolling so there's nothing incriminating, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, I couldn't find where I put it again. <laughs> I can't find where I put it. In, in his mouth. In my mouth. Yes. Uh, the Hustle, of course, is a copyrighted internet broadcast of Pants Penning Studios, Adam, Travis, and Will. Uh, any rebroadcast or retransmission without express written permission of all set parties is strictly prohibited. Just because I say it's cool doesn't mean Adam agrees. He'll go off on an angry rant someday. And go. Hey, you, you, you're a person. All rights reserved, all wrongs revenged. <laughs> so work schedules are kind of fucked up. So I don't know what the show's going to be next week, but there will be a show one way or the other. I can promise you that. Is that a threat? Yes. Fuck you in your face. Oh, shit, I got it. Finally. All right, so for uh, Travis Powell in absentia, for Adam Tucker looking nice in his flannel shirt, and for me wearing uh, a Oh. I don't know where that came from. I bet it was a mouse. Fuck. And for me wearing my silly pro wrestling shirt, what's your hustle? Janice won't make it to the first marker. Well, we'll see you in hell. There's one thing left to do. Clink me. Top guys out. This podcast is a Pants Pending Studios production. And part of the Pants Pending Studios Podcast Network. Find more of our great shows just by searching Pants Pending in your podcatcher. For more information or to contact us directly, visit us at pantspending.com. Please subscribe to this show, share it with your friends, like it on Facebook, and rate it on iTunes. And we thank you for making us a part of your listening day. Pants pending. 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 Studios! (laughs) (laughs) The Best of the Hustle Hotline. Hey, Hustle fans, it's your big buddy Will. Sorry I'm speaking in hushed tones that I'm currently at the hotel. Normally, at this point in the show, you would be hearing something from before the show technically started with the hosts uh, talking and babbling about whatever, but Adam and I were crunched for time, and so there really wasn't anything there. So instead, you get me 
over the phone. You're welcome. And for those of you who are smart enough to listen to what I like to call the hidden track of each episode, you're wonderful. And if you're hearing this on accident, you're still wonderful. And something, 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 cocks, tits, and fuck. Just to satisfy everybody. All right. See you next week. Kisses. I know you've got to get your hustle on. So I pray. Hands pending. <laughs>